So like you normally don't have to talk to somebody, a contractor, and talk them into buying. <laughs> it's usually you have to talk them out of buying. <laughs> Most of the time they're like, yeah, I need this $50,000 piece of equipment. I just got to have it. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid. All right, we're back again. Yes, we are. For episode 16. Yep. Hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. I'm Trent Keith. Yep, and I am Ethan McNeil. And what is our name? The Contractor yeah, Files. Yeah, The Contractor Files. <laughs> Get it behind us. <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is a temporary setup here that just enjoy it while, while it lasts. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, today we're going to talk about equipment and tools and uh, maybe some of your popular top or questions about those topics. Um, you know, should I buy it? Should I rent it? Uh, should I continue buying the latest and the greatest? Um, how do I handle it with my crews? All those, anything that uh, we can think of that would have, have to do with uh, tools and equipment. Yep. So you want to start us off? Yeah, I would say my first piece of advice would be if you are married and have a construction or a remodeling or a mechanical company, whatever your company is, and you want a certain type of tool and your wife says, no, you don't need to buy that, and you run out and buy one, that's probably not the way to start figuring <laughs> out what you should buy and what you should yes. not. <laughs> uh, we've actually run into that a little bit. It's like, well, why didn't you go ahead and get it? Because my wife didn't want me to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not usually the best reason to make a decision on what you need and what you don't need, right? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so you're saying disregard the wife? <laughs> no, I'm saying don't. Oh, disregard okay. The wife. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Uh, I heard where I'm supposed to just do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, just kidding. They'll be. Can they uh, crop out our video and, and make them <laughs> yeah. what they want? And say, See, yes. this is what Trent and Ethan said, said. We should do. Uh, they said I needed to. <laughs> oh, so yeah. that would be the number one. No, no. Yeah, right? that's a good idea. Not do the opposite of what your spouse thinks when yeah. it comes to buying tools. And if you don't have a spouse, bring in somebody that is not in the business. And, uh, you know, somebody you trust could be a friend. And give them the reason for why you think you need the tool and see if it holds up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. Um, in a industry where you do a lot of hands-on there's a lot of excuses why you need all the newest tools mm -hmm. and equipment and all those things and most of the time it can make the job faster uh -huh. it can make it easier make it better uh, there's a lot of reasons um, but you have to have a system down of why you're buying things and why yes. you're not yeah um, and I think what gets people in trouble is the one extreme or the other. Some people have to have all the newest equipment or yep. tools. Every time something comes out, they have to go buy it because yes. they don't have one. 
And then other people need some equipment and tools yep. and they won't go buy anything because uh-huh. they don't want to waste their money. Yep. So there has to be a balance there. You yes. have to have a system that works for your company. Uh-huh. And really, we can't sit here and say you should do this or you should do that because it all depends on what mm-hmm. size your company is, how many employees you have. Yep. Um, how many times you do that type of job. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of variables, but you have to have a system to know what's okay and what's not. For yes. You. Uh-huh. What would you say with that? Yeah. Um, for, I guess what I would kind of tag onto that is um, for, if you're thinking about, hey, I need this tool or piece of equipment, um, run the numbers on it. <laughs> I, I like to talk about the numbers a lot. Uh, but run the numbers on it, and um, if it makes sense that you're going to be able to save, you know, X amount of dollars by buying this $200 tool, then do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it makes sense on, on paper and you have the money. If you don't have the money, the. I, if it's a big piece of equipment that makes sense that it has resale value, then maybe you can get a loan to buy that. Um, but if it is a small tool, man, don't go into debt just to buy some tools. Something's wrong with your business if you can't buy a drill or a saw um, without going into debt. Um, but run the numbers on it, and you know if you only use a, a tool that costs 600, or, well, let's say uh, over a thousand bucks and you're only going to use it once a year then rent why would you why would you um you know have that piece of equipment just sitting in your barn when you could just rent but on the other hand if you do buy the an item that's expensive like that and you are going to be using it all the time charge the customers for that use just like you would if you were going to rent it um, you know, if you have a backhoe and well, that's a, that's a no brainer. I, I would hope you're charging for a backhoe, but if you have, I, I'm, I can't think of a piece of equipment, but if you have a large piece of equipment that you use that you would have usually had to go and rent, or it's kind of the industry standard to go rent that item and charge the customer for the rental fee, then charge the customer for that piece of equipment that you have and make that money back. Try and get a positive return on your investment for every tool and a piece of equipment you buy. Yes, definitely. Yeah, um, if you're not familiar with how to charge or how that works with different equipment, then you need to figure that out first Um, because every job you do has a going rate in mm-hmm. your area. So like Ethan said, maybe it's a skid steer, um, maybe it's mm-hmm. a backhoe, maybe it's a trencher, whatever that is, um, figure out what the going rate is versus what you charge mm-hmm. without that equipment. And then you can do the numbers on, is this worth buying? Is it more something I should just rent? Um, and then keep in mind, if you're not a mechanic, and you can't fix things, mm-hmm. then most of the time you want to rent it. Because yes. if you have equipment, they will break down. Yeah. And if you That's do not point. have any knowledge on fixing those things, then yes. you're going to get a lot more money out on mechanics <laughs> yes. than it's worth a lot of times. So um, yep. use the going rate in your area and try to figure out mm-hmm. what equipment's worth buying, what's not. Like Ethan said, when you're talking littler things, don't ever borrow money on small tools. Yeah. Um, 
earn the money and then buy what you need. Yes. Uh, because you don't want to have high interest on yeah. something that is going to take you a long time to pay off and mm -hmm. it's just a basic everyday tool. Yes. Um, you'll have enough expenses. You don't need added ones that's not yes. necessary. Yep. Yeah, and another point too um, about, you know, repairs are going to be needed on stuff. Um, you also, <laughs> if you buy a piece of equipment, your employees are probably going to want to borrow that for, you know, the projects around their house. Also, there is probably going to be a little bit rougher use on that piece of equipment if you own it versus if it's a rental. So you've got to think about that as well. If it doesn't make sense, if you're not going to be using it all the time, um, you know, you're torn, do I rent it, do I not? Keep Also keep in mind that not only are you going to have repairs, but the use on that particular piece of equipment is probably going to be very heavy and a little bit more rough. <laughs> so you could have more repair costs than you were anticipating. Yeah, definitely. Or if you're sitting around and feeling like you don't have any friends, then buy some equipment <laughs> there because you go. you'll have a lot more friends yeah. that want to borrow your equipment <laughs> yeah. until you don't have your equipment anymore and then they will be gone. You know, yep. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's equipment and then also a roll-off dumpster. If you had a roll-off dumpster go. just sitting in your yard, you, there's just an unending amount of people that would be like, hey, I saw that. Can I use that? <laughs> I just got this one thing. Uh, <laughs> yep. So, um, like most things in business, do not borrow money that's unnecessary. Yep. And if you're having to buy big ticket items, then figure it out in your budget mm -hmm. and see if it makes sense or not. Yes. Um, I know uh, a lot of contractors who have decided that every piece of equipment they're going to use will be rentals. Mm -hmm. um, then they don't have to maintenance them. They don't have to do all the upkeep right. on them. It may be a little bit more expensive on a weekly basis, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's a lot less headache to deal right. with. So uh, you have to determine for yourself which way to go on that. Yes. Um, and then as you get into smaller items, really you should be able to buy most things with money that you've earned yep. and not go out and borrow a bunch of money. Yep. Um, be wise with mm -hmm. your equipment just like everything else. Yes. Yeah, and if you are just starting out and there is a job that you need, you know, a big piece of equipment, I mean, I'm not saying like a, a skid steer or anything, but like maybe something smaller. <laughs> um, if it makes sense, talk to the customer and say, hey, look, I'm going to have to go buy, you know, a break for this job and um, it's going to cost, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, I'm asking that you would give me, you know, that amount of money up front as a draw so that I can have the money to go buy this thing because I am going to have to use it for your job. And a lot of customers, if they know what they're giving you a draw for, will we'll be more than willing to say, yeah, I'll give you the 500 bucks um, up front so you can go buy that and, you know, do my job. So that's another thing you can do if you are in a tight spot, um, you know, whatever you're going to need that thing for for the job then talk to the customer that's going to be using it <laughs> or yeah. benefiting from it. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. 
And there could be some things that you do that you can actually hire another contractor mm -hmm. to do the work and then you do yes. part of it. So, you know, if you're talking bigger jobs where you need a backhoe or a trencher or that kind of thing, uh -huh. uh, maybe you can hire someone to operate it and then you do all the uh, work that's got to be done yes. in the process. So there's just a lot of different ways to go about it. Mm -hmm. um, don't get caught up in well so-and-so just brought a brand new one and i want one yes. too that's not a good reason to buy yes. something right yeah um but uh, if it fits into your budget and you feel like you can pay it off quickly and um, you have the jobs to do that mm -hmm. then definitely uh, you got to make that decision and like we said to begin with i would try to work together with your partners or your spouses or whoever it is that's involved in your business mm -hmm. and not just jump out and do something out of the blue yes. and make everyone mad that's involved with you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reality is, is that most people, most contractors that are um, thinking about buying something, um, we're mostly needing to talk them off the ledge. Like you normally don't have to talk to somebody, a contractor, and talk them into buying. <laughs> It's usually you have to talk them out of buying <laughs> most of the time. They're like, yeah, I need this $50,000 piece of equipment. I just got to have it. Uh, but in reality, they probably don't. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, you go, got... Go ahead. Um, smaller things. Another thing you keep in mind is your crew's happiness. <laughs> um, and I'm not talking about big expensive things, but um, if you have a piece of equipment that's constantly being used and is always breaking down, Think about either buying a new one or, you know, shelling out the money to get it permanently fixed. And with small hand tools, power tools, if there's something that your employees are just struggling with, um, listen to them and, you know, it might not be something you're using all the time, but if your employees, uh, if you want to keep them happy and, and employed at your location, <laughs> then you probably need to buy those things that make the life easier for your employees. Um, you don't have to run an ROI on a power drill uh, or a battery powered drill or something. You know, if the employees say they need a drill, you better find a way to, to buy that for them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Another thing I was thinking that we've seen before is depending on where you live and the weather that you have, um, there's times that maybe you need certain types of equipment mm -hmm. uh, in nice weather, but yet you can only use it six months out of the year. Uh -huh. Well, if you don't do enough of that type of work in that six months, then you don't want to have payments on something yes. through the other six months when you can't use it. Uh -huh. um, so you want to decide what you need for the climate you're in, how much you can use it, yes. and how quickly it'll pay for itself. Yeah. Um, but like Ethan said, the basic tools, uh, for one thing, you know, your employees will provide their own basic, basic tools. Uh -huh. uh, but then when you get to the hand tools and things, you want to take care of them. It's just like mm -hmm. any job. If you want someone to work for you, yep. then you want them to have decent equipment to work with. So yes. uh, keep that in mind. Um, and keep in mind, they will get tore up. Yes. <laughs> that's what employees do. Yeah. They use your equipment and it will get tore up unintentionally it's usually uh -huh. not on purpose uh -huh. but it happens so yep. just always expect you're going to have to replace those things yes. and it's just part of it yes 
Yeah, and we haven't even dove, I don't think we have time to dive into the uh, topic of uh, managing tools and for your, for your crews. Um, if you're a smaller company, it's a lot easier. You know, you probably have a central location where you keep your, your tools. It might even be a trailer that you keep all of your, you know, tools in and employees just come and get what they need. But if you grow larger, um, you're going to have to keep track of your tools, your, especially your more expensive items. You've got to find a way to know where those things are at, where your assets are at, and uh, who has it, who had it last. And um, that's something that we could help you with. You know, if you need, you need help with that, we, could, um, we definitely could help you. But that's a topic that I think could go on and on because there's so that that's kind of the headache I think of um, tools. It's fun to buy stuff, but man, managing who gets what and where it goes and who has it and that's that's where it gets really fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you have very many crews out, it starts getting real interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. All right. I don't think I have anything else on my list. Do you? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Um, don't think so. Keep always keep an eye on uh, tools and you know new inventions that are coming out, new innovations for your equipment and your tools. Um, that's always a good thing to do. But just because they're new, doesn't mean you should go buy it, like we've talked about. Um, and sometimes it's better to let a technology come out and be used for two years before you actually, you know, step step out and buy that product yourself because there will be a lot of bugs that they get worked out a lot of uh, changes in design usually and um, so just yeah. something just because it's brand new doesn't mean you need to go buy it right now except for our app yes now our app yeah that's about need to buy that's right about now. like equipment and you know mm -hmm. like lawnmower things you know necessity yeah we're, we're talking about an app that is going to be bulletproof that's so. right <laughs> yes and you will need it yeah it'll make your life better yes and everyone around you happier uh-huh tell them how they really? can get our app <laughs> well if you go to uh, myestimatingapp.com you can uh, sign up for oh that's you sign up for a um, account there. Um, you can do a free trial, and then it'll give you the links to where you can download the the app on your phone, um, tablet, and you can also use it on your web browser. And you're going to be able to estimate so many kitchens and bathrooms and get so many remodel jobs. So it's kind of crazy. That's right. <laughs> You're going to say, even though they irritate me listening to them sometimes, their app sure is handy. Yes. Huh? <laughs> That's right. And if you do have um, uh, questions about contracting um, or you're in the industry and you, you would like some advice, go to our podcast website, which is thecontractorfiles.com, and you can ask us a question there. You can um, also reach out to us if you are in need of some help for your business. We would love mm -hmm. to do one-on-one -on -one, um, sessions with you, so just keep that in mind if you are needing help. Definitely. Thanks everyone for listening. Give us any questions or reach out to us if you need anything. We appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. To ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts, please visit our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Have a great rest of your day.